What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we are bringing you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, you know him, you love him, the most eccentric man in the 8-Bit Collective, it's my dear friend, Sammy Deej. Why, thank you. Yes, everybody loves me. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, so Apparently not. Allegedly. not. Uh, welcome back, Sammy. Thank you, uh, for, uh, thank you yes. for joining me. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I am, of course, referring to Mr. DJ Payne. Mm. How very, very dare you, sir. <laughs> uh, now, Sam. I did just want to like clear this off straight off the bat um, because I think we need to address the uh, the roast that you copped last week. I was caught off guard by it. I did not expect for that to to come. I thought DJ yes, when it started the I episode, thought, I thought he was a nice Christian man, and yeah, yet, not. and yet here we are. I must say also, this he, he was saying, "Oh, Sam flunked out of TAFE." Oh my goodness. That is completely untrue. Oh, uh, we're, yeah, fake we're, news. Yeah, well, the 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 shoes on the other foot now, isn't it, Mister DJ Payne, with the fake news? Interesting. Yes, I mean we we were we were talking and stuff as friends, purely as friends, not as some kind of fake beef co-conspirators or anything like that. How could you even say that, uh, Jack? That hurts me so much. <laughs> uh, he he was saying I flunked out of TAFE and I I was like no I, I've I did a three year course and I told him I only got one and a quarter years of work out of it that is paid work, but mm. I did do all three years of my two year TAFE course, mm. uh, so mm. not flunking out at all. In fact, it is um, as DJ Payne's celebrity crush would say, fake news, fake news. Oh my goodness, DJ Payne, I thought you were a fantastic journalist, but this disappointment is huge, huge. Oh my goodness. Uh, that was a very good uh, impersonation, very good. I appreciate yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, yes, I am very good with voices, you might yes. say. Uh, yeah. I like the voices. I'm just going to throw that out there. I like the voices. Thank you. My parents don't like it as much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, I've got here a very important joke to make. Uh, DJ Payne, more like DJ Payne, <laughs> without an E, because that's the way you make me feel when I listen to Um And finally, one last thing I must address. Hmm. Mr. DJ Payne said he is a major, major fan of Ali Hart. You know... I am a fan of Miss Ali Hart. You cannot even... Have you even met Miss Ali Hart? Oh my goodness. More like Our Lady... Uh, our Ali of Sacred Heart. Because she is fantastic and you do not even know how fantastic he is, DJ Payne. I'm kind of doing like a reverse thing where I'm being like way too nice. Uh, but in an aggressive know. way. Aggressive nice. Anyway. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. Yes. But yes, Mr. DJ Payne. Mm, mm. I don't know if we're now. Gonna... I mean, you started out. You started out well with the with the rebuttal roast, but I feel like, I feel like you. you well, I'm you, sorry you if just... I if I'm you know he no, was also even, saying stuff like, not, oh, I'm from nature. Geelong, as if I'm as if that's supposed to be something I have material to roast him with. Ooh, Geelong. Well, 
<laughs> no, Geelong seems like a nice community. Maybe you uh, should be more respectful to your community, Mr. DJ Payne. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yes, no, I, I also have some uh, meta beef to get into a little bit later, but yes. Um, <laughs> he has notes. He has notes and everything. Yes. Very good. Um, no rainbow suspenders tonight, just a plain old black. I don't know. Plain rainbow old black. usually. I mean, it's it's blue. It's it's nice. It's form-fitting. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not, this I'm not is, this is something. This is something that definitely all the audio listeners will be just going yeah. wild over. Ah, do we do? We're painting the picture, Sam. We're painting the picture. You've got a very of, nice purple hoodie on. I do have my purple hoodie on. This is my second most comfortable hoodie behind my other hoodie. Uh, <laughs> okay. Other than the the roast that you caught last week, how are you? going pretty well uh i am going to be starting a course soon so once ah. again suck at dj pain i am mm, being academically day. competent and blah, 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 blah. uh yeah i'm starting a games programming course on the 16th so oh, okay. that very is very cool. exciting also. where are you studying that uh the academy of interactive entertainment which is across the river from where the convention center is on, so if they don't let us out on Friday uh, for PAX, oh, I mean, I'm probably going to skip because I'm going to be literally over the river from all of my friends. So, yeah, just putting that out there. there uh, please come to PAX, now, everyone. That would be now, awesome. Sammy. I don't know if you. Oh, I know that you listened to last week's episode because obviously yeah, you was... heard the the roast that you coughed. But uh, yes. uh, your dear friend DJ Payne and my dear friend. DJ Payne, was uh, good enough to provide us with some questions, yeah. a template v- of sorts. A, v- a very interesting set of questions, I must say. Uh, given that DJ Payne is, is not much of a, a person who's into video games, I did find mm. it very interesting that uh, he put a question, what is your favourite video game? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not into video <laughs> well, games. I don't want people to dislike me or anything. But by the way, I'm not into video games in this podcast on this video game podcast <laughs> network. Just saying. To be fair, I think he included that more because he knew that the most... Anyway, no, but that- you, you, could, you could say, don't That's- ask me this question on air. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to jump into the questions because oh, I want to know a little bit more about you, Sammy yes. Where were you born? And how old are you, for our listeners? Uh, I was born in, let's not be too specific, and just say South Melbourne. Uh, and I'm 25, so I'm probably the youngest person, like, in 8-bit stuff. Maybe Whiplash is younger than Maybe. me. Maybe. Maybe. But, like, he's Maybe. not he's not proper 8-bit. Uh, no, so, not. yeah, I'm the young person. Very good. And you grew up in Melbourne? Melbourne your whole life? Yep. Yeah, I've been South Melbourne... Uh, my entire life, yeah, so... Very good. Very yeah, good, Melbourne boy, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, married, single, kids, pets, any of the above? I have seven children. Uh, no, I'm, I'm single. <laughs> Very good. So Ladies, if anybody, gentlemen, yeah, yeah, I'm, get amongst I'm so it. so lonely. Um, <laughs> no pets? Uh, yes, we You've... will. I mean, we don't technically have a pet. We're just minding my cousin's pet, as we have been for, like, the past half a year. So oh, I wow. think it's safe to say that it's ours now. Yeah, yeah that's one fair. dog. Fuck your cousin; he's not getting it back. One dog. Very well, good. that's harsh. I <laughs> I went to see my cousin and see Is my my younger cousin's birthday and everything. Why are you minding the the dog? Is the cousin in jail or something? No. No, she has <laughs> she has two children now that are like two and one, and she's like oh. dealing with all that stuff. Oh, oh, so, oh. Yes. 
So she's so. not in jail. Interesting. Yes. All right. Very Thank good. Rapid you. fire now. Rapid yeah. fire. Favorite movie, Sam? Uh, I'm going to go with Stoker because I'm into indie shit. It's um, Park Chang-wook. Super creepy. Uh, has Nicole Kidman and Mia Wasikowska. What is it? What is it? What's the movie? It's a movie called Stoker and it's really creepy and it is by my favorite Korean director and it's the only English movie that he did and you should totally check it out. So Uh, far, two for two. I do not know the movies that... So last week DJ mentioned a movie. I'm like, no idea. This week, no no clue. I mean, I guess the next one would be like Black Swan. Yeah, that's also cool. Anyway. I've I've heard it. I've heard of Black Swan. I have not seen it. Favorite TV show? Uh, I got a couple of animes, but just to be nice, I'll say uh, The Office US. Massive fan yeah, of that. That's a solid, solid Still, choice. still solid haven't choice. like watched all of that, even though I've got the box set because I keep repeating it. I get like five seasons and, and yeah, stop and you go, go back, back to, to the start. start. I find uh, that's a good. I've never watched that not on an airplane, but it's a great because every every flight I've been on, The Office is on there as like a choice yeah. to watch, and that's the only time I've it's ever watched The Office. But it's great, it's great, great, great Office, uh, great airplane show yeah. uh, favorite book uh i'll go with the series and say the gone series so once again maybe not something that you've heard of it is uh basically kind of like under the dome meets lord of the flies with like superpowers and like gore and stuff oh, oh. my god because i love superpowers and i love gore and i love people going insane and it has like all of those ah oh, i love it so much very good very good. And favorite game? What's your favorite game? Oh, that one's easy. Undertale. I love it oh, so really? much. I love my indie games. I know you and, love your indies. Yeah, and it is like it, it's the thing that got me into like doing games criticism because it's like such mm. an interesting blend of gameplay and presentation and story. Like, yeah, oh, it's so good. Very good. Have to play Excellent. it if you haven't played it. Uh, yeah, it's on the list. That's a long fucking list, I tell you. <laughs> One random thing that you're super passionate about. Ah, uh, frick. I mean, there are so many things. Like, I've kind of gotten into music. One thing, Sam. One. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things. Um, apart from indie games, I guess I'd say I've been really passionate about making music recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, and I've been doing really great things. I've been doing great themes for some people, even if they mm-hmm. don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, <laughs> sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I missed that cue. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. My bad. Hey, step up. Just step your game up, man, and then we'll be... Then Excuse we'll be me. Excuse me. I did <laughs> You gave me like theme. a 45-second intro for like a... Come on, man. I didn't do a 45-second intro. I'm exaggerating. Okay. I'm exaggerating. Okay, I'm exaggerating. okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. So I guess music is kind of something I've been really into. Yeah. Cool. Working on. Uh, your religious or spiritual worldview? Uh, I studied science before I studied, uh, games programming. And let's just say there are some great scientists that believe in both and I'm not a great scientist. So, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of atheist. Even though Fair I always enough. feel weird saying atheist because I always have negative associations like all those shitty stories of atheist yeah. people. Nah. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I feel like uh, these days any you say anything and people are going to get rolled up. Yeah. Uh, and, your, and your political leanings? Uh, I definitely say I'm left. Uh, I always 
generally when it comes to any of these kinds of issues, I try and understand the other side. Yep. But Wait. yeah, I'm 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 probably pretty left. Yeah, fair enough. Very good. Very good. But thank you for uh indulging us on your I guess a little bit about you. And thank you to mm-hmm. DJ Payne for providing the template of questions for who is your daddy and what does he do? Mm-hmm. Now, how about we kick into some news, Sammy Deej? Okay. You want me to you want me to play us out? Oh you oh you've got a Oh, hello. He's got a key. Oh, there's a keyboard. All yeah. right, let's go. Yeah, go. Give me yeah, it. Yeah, just wait, wait. Oh, he's got it. Oh, you're not actually... Oh, wow. That, that was... was... Yes, I made a theme for you. That was something. Thanks for that. <laughs> it was something. You're probably going to cut out of the podcast. No, I'm leaving it. No, it's in now. Oh, you gotta li- okay. You're gonna, I'll send you, to you live the good and- version. No, and then we can no, no. You've, you've got to live and die by that. That's okay. staying in there. As is. As is. Okay. I'll you be releasing that, the friend. version that isn't all distorted and stuff on YouTube. You've got you've to own that, my friend. All right. Our first story uh, takes us to Thailand. A peculiar one where uh, 12 junior soccer players and their coach have been trapped in a flooded cave for over two weeks. Uh, the rescue yeah. efforts continue. As of tonight, they have start. They are starting the um, the rescue efforts. This uh, the, literally the story is evolving as the minutes go on. We are recording this on Sunday night, the 8th of July. Um, just this afternoon, when I checked the updates on this story, that as it's continued on, they are actually starting the. Um, the rescue efforts for these these twelve soccer players and their coach, and they they basically saying that it's going to take three to four days to get them all out. Um, mm. it's quite a treacherous sort of thing. Like when when <clears throat> when this story first broke earlier this week or last week, Sammy, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, and like it's sort of gone from really bad to to a good story to bad again to mm-hmm. really bad to like God help us. Yeah. Um, Basically, what happened is these uh, these twelve junior soccer players and their coach they went for some reason. I guess that's what you do in Thailand is they went yeah. exploring in a cave. Apparently, they'd done it before, so it wasn't new to them. But being monsoon season, uh, basically the cave flooded and and they were trapped. And um, what happened was a few days later, they or I think it was ten days after ten days, divers a British diver like the search efforts were on. They were trying to find them in this cave. This British diver pops up and, and finds them finds the, them they're alive and well they're able to get them supplies and all that so now they're working to get them out um now when this this story first broke i was like oh I'm in a cave i'm like I'm sure it's just a little bit of water like they just get them a couple of oxygen takes i'll swim out have you seen the graphic of like the cave itself i like, haven't i've i've heard a lot of kind of descriptions of like why this is a very difficult operation that they're treacherous treacherous and ex-Thai yeah. Navy, ex Navy SEAL passed away um, a couple mm. of days ago for, lost consciousness on his way out um, he was taking oxygen into the um, into the the cave and, and didn't have enough to, to get out um, yeah this is crazy this is a crazy story uh, literally it was like I said evolving as, as the um, as the day has progressed today so what, what did yeah. you make of it of this when it sort of broke I mean, like it's it's a pretty dramatic story. It's 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 pretty crazy. I mean, they part of the reason that it is so difficult is because it is so like there are parts that 
you can't even get through with an oxygen tank. You have to mm. kind of push the tank in front of you and then swim after it. Mm, it's like 60 uh, centimeter gap to get through and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the fact Crazy. that this is monsoon water means that like it's dirty, so it's very hard to see. It's in a cave, it's pitch black. Uh, the co- water's constantly moving, so just kind of getting through it is difficult for expert divers, let alone mm. these uh, boys that they are trying to yeah. help through. Who are uh, tired and malnourished and and yeah and and you know we're kind weeks. of yeah and we're kind of getting to the pointy end of things because uh, because they're in a cave and because there's the flood water that means that there's limited oxygen and the last I heard they were at kind of fifteen percent oxygen which is mm. where we're starting to get to you know adverse effects you know mm. like fatigue and stuff and mm. like if it keeps going for much longer. Mm. then they will die. So it, so it is very much like, in all likelihood, in the next like next episode after this, we will probably yeah, we'll, have our results yeah. one way or another. It's sort of scary to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, but I did, I did just look it up before, and apparently they're going to be trying to get uh, the first kid out within like the next four hours or so. Yeah. So, yeah. which will obviously be... In the past, mm-hmm. because of yeah, yeah, podcast. yeah, as as probably as this, um, yeah, I guess we'll know the fate of the yeah. first boy they try and get out as of posting of this at six yeah, a.m. So, about, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to, what else to say about it. It's a crazy story. Um, I guess yeah. thoughts with the the team and yeah. all the people involved, and hopefully we good can get a good result. And, and yeah, hopefully abs- they don't need it. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Next story: Star Wars is Jar Jar Binks. Actor Ahmed Best has shared his struggles with mental health in a social media post last week. According to the actor, he had faced harsh criticism and backlash from fans and media alike for his portrayal of the Gungan in the Star Wars prequel movie Phantom Menace and the others. I guess, and I guess the he, other ones. He, yeah, he was in them all. His post that he made on Instagram read, 20 years next year, I faced a media backlash that still affects my career today. This was the place I almost ended my life. He, there was a, the photo he took was with his son, um, I guess on like a pier or something like that. Mm. Uh, it's hard to talk about. I survived and now this little guy is my gift for survival. Would this be a good story for my solo show? Let me know. Um, this was a this was like a sad one that popped up. I mean, obviously we we've spoken yeah. on this show before about the I guess the vitriol that um, Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose in the most recent Star yeah. Wars movie, copped, and how she sort of abandoned Instagram, and um, obviously Daisy Ridley as well as one of those. And it's um, it's a real shame, you know, that this sort of thing has happened, and that people can be so toxic towards people involved with something that you, they claim to really love. Um, mm, yeah, I, I've. I've never really like I like like I've said before like I'm I'm all for critic constructive criticism and this kind of thing but I've never understood that vitriolic kind of attack the person in a social setting yeah. like pop, social media and that kind of thing and obviously back and then when this this these movies originally came out it was more internet forums and and sort of TV yeah, and media and yeah. that kind of thing but it's kind of kind of sucks yeah and I mean I kind of I kind of get the whole idea of you know hating and stuff like on a fictional character and stuff Mm. but getting angry at the actor seems i mean like we will be getting into other stories on that subject Mm. um but i feel like specifically if you hate a character like Mm. give the character shit you know whatever but don't like take it out on the actors or anything Mm. 
You know, yeah. like that just seems really misguided. You know, yeah. like it, like it, it's it's totally fine to hate something that is completely fictional. Just don't hate the people that created it. Go like, oh, I didn't think that was very good constructive criticism. Hopefully we mm. do better. Hopefully we don't end up with another Star Wars trilogy that everyone mm. pretends doesn't exist, you know. <laughs> but, like, otherwise, just, like, move on. Yeah. Yeah. On. Yeah, it's really sad. It is really sad. Mm. Um, he's sort of the support, I guess, he's... Um, like received from from the, in the past few days since since sort of speaking out like this has been you know pretty cool like a lot of people have sort mm. of re- have you know shouted him out and sort of you know given him their support um yeah he wants to make it into like a solo show he wants to do which i don't know like and solo show yeah <laughs> um you know i got you know more power to him um i would hope yeah. that this is all sort of in you know i'm all for people sort of taking their circumstances and using them in a positive light to sort of further themselves but you would hope that this isn't i guess you know the other side of the coin is some people are saying like oh he's just sort of made this post as a you know a way to possibly get his show out there but i'm not sure i buy really i buy that side of it but yeah i mean let, let people do like with, with all the bad stuff that happens to people, like mm. let them just get it out yeah, however they want, they want to. If yeah, once if they again want to make something positive about it, more power to them. Yeah, and if you don't like it, then just don't fucking go to it. Shut up. Yep. yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and a next story, Sammy, and this one, um, this I found this. This is one that you brought to the table, which I yeah. found really, really disturbing. Um, a report has recently been released relating to a controversial video game, Doki Doki Literature. Liter- literature club that has been blamed for that is being blamed for several young people taking their own lives uh yep. this is a weird one so yeah. that i i just found this sort of quite um i guess confronting thing to sort of read uh, this is a video game that uh is not too old but basically it's like a i call them like a persona like it's kind of a, yeah. well, a like it's, a it's dating it's, sim yeah um, it's a dating sim game so uh, may i take that you haven't played this but, I have not. No, I've watched one stream of it, um, yeah. which was uh, a couple of NPCs. Shout out to uh, yeah. uh, Alex and Andrew. They played it on stream once. And I, I remember watching it being like, this is, it was kind of like, I'm like, I'm like, I've heard, there was there was sort of like the hoopla of the time. People, yeah. A lot of people playing it. And I, I, felt, I actually watched only probably 15 minutes of it. I'm like, it's kind of weird and fucked up. That's sort of what I took from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, for those of you who have not played it, and maybe you might want to just play it yourself and not hear me describe all the spoilers or everything of it, uh, it is a dating sim that essentially is kind of deconstructed the dating sim. Uh, so, it was an independent game, though. It came out, uh, I think, October last year. And the whole idea is that you join a literature club and you can date girls like it's it's your standard automy dating game but halfway through uh things go very horror like so uh probably the the scariest point of this is one of the characters that has been showing you know like seemingly like a little bit depressed you know has trouble sleeping etc uh you go into her room and fi- found find that she has hung herself mm. uh and from there like the game just kind of goes full horror like there's like glitches and stuff one of the characters who is a little bit into knives uh, is later shown you know self-harming and then like graphically like stabbing herself and stuff mm. um another character is kind of displayed as being uh, a character who is 
uh, assaulted by her father. Um, and it's kind of the whole narrative idea of it is it's this one character who is trying to make all these other girls seem less attractive, like, oh, they're crazy and stuff and whatever. Um, but kind of the problem that people have been latching on is that even though this game says that it's for like people who are easily disturbed, you play the first two hours and it's just a normal, cute, you know, happy mm-hmm. dating sim game. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm, goes mm-hmm. very, very, very dark. Yeah. Which has led to some people, uh, blaming it for their children's suicides. So yeah. Yeah. What, um, where do you come down on it? Like, I don't know, like, this is, this was a hard one for me because I really, I honestly mm. don't know where I sort of fall on this. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I don't think you can obviously place all of the blame for someone's suicide no, on, of on this not. game. And, and I, I'm not sure, like, to be fair to this sort of article, it was the son who wrote this article. Yeah. So you can sort of take it with a I grain have, of salt almost. I have seen, yeah, like a couple of other people talking mm. about it. And yeah. most people are a bit more even handed. Yeah. Uh, where do you my, come down on it? My takeaway is, I mean, the thing is, when I first saw the story, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is literally the opposite side of the coin of people blaming Call of Duty for school shootings. Hmm. Uh, the more that I've kind of looked at it, the more I, as I said, like, I lean a certain way, but I try and understand the other side. Mm-hmm. I very much understand where the parents are coming from hmm. because it looks cute it you know you can watch half the game and you're like there's no issues here but then it goes very very dark and it it has a fandom that has people that dress in cosplays and like lick knives and like okay i understand why people go this is the devil like literally um i still don't think it's to blame it might be a factor but as always, it comes down to you should be aware what your children are playing. And I think yep. this is definitely a fringe case where it's significantly harder than maybe it should be, hmm. even with the warnings. Like, I definitely say, even though it says uh, it checks at the start that you're over 13, I'd hmm. say like over 15, over 16. Mm, it's mm, probably more reasonable mm, mm. And, and definitely not suitable for people who have sort of mental health issues. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, but yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I do, I do feel like there should be some, um, you know, onus on the parents, but at the same time, like you said, the first sort of fair chunk of the game, there's no indication that it's going to go in, in that way. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's on the developers to really, you know, hammer home that if you are someone who, because mm. like I think the, the warning is very simple. It's just like if you were easily disturbed, don't play this game, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, um, I'm a bit annoyed that, as far as I'm aware, the creators have not at any commented. point like made any yeah. kind of comment. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they could really say that wouldn't yeah. just you know become like a lightning rod yeah. of uh, you know angry parents and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still a bit weird mm. that they didn't touch it really. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of somewhere in between. Um, I don't think that, you know, these sorts of things shouldn't exist because I think as long as you're not perpetuating, like, hate speech and that kind of thing, yeah. which this, this isn't, um, you should be able to, you know, make your content, make your media, make your art in, ev- in whichever way you sort of see fit. Um, 
However, I think in doing that, there needs to be some responsibility. Like if you're putting, if you like, if you if you build a car, that car needs to have seatbelts, it needs to have airbags, it needs to hit, it needs to, you know, have, have safe, zones. you know, yeah. yeah, like it has to have safety features. And if you're putting out a game in which there is, you know, really serious themes, you need to do more than just a, are you over 13? Tick, yes, no worries. And, you know, this, yeah. don't play this game if you're easily disturbed. Like that's not enough maybe for me I like I, I look at something like Hellblade which came out last year which is a really like a psychological sort of um, quite sort of deep game and that was very much it was like it did not it was very much from the start it's like hey if you have schizophrenia if you have mental health issues if you are to, do not play this game or like you know you should really think twice yeah. about doing this yeah. this is not for everyone you should really consider whether or not you should be playing this if you have these issues um, so I think yeah I think the onus is definitely on the, the creator to make sure that these there's some I guess some kind of safety net with this kind mm. of thing uh, next story Scarlett Johansson has faced backlash for accepting a role to play a transgender man in the upcoming mob movie Rub and Tug mm. yes, so basically what's happened there's a bit of hoopla People are getting upset, as they do. Uh, yep. Scarlett Johansson has accepted a role. And this, and I guess to be fair to the people making the argument, this isn't the first time she's... You know, everyone's familiar with the Ghost in the Shell movie where she, yeah. she was cast as an Asian person, the, the, the whitewashing, as yeah. they call it. Um, so she's been cast as a transgender man. So I guess that's someone who was born a woman. Yeah, so someone who's born yeah. a woman and then, you know... Is become is, is a transition man, to become a man. Yeah. Transition to become a man, and people are angry because she's playing, a, I guess, a man, and it should be a, either a man or a transgender man. Playing I think it's a transgender character. man. That yeah, that, so people that, are saying like they're they're hoping for someone who is a trans actor to be playing a trans to character. Represent the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not unlike how uh, the major was, you know, originally an Asian character being yeah. portrayed by a Caucasian a actor. A yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this is where I get to show my left uh, leaning. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do kind of think that sucks because I think there are probably some good trans actors. And I mean, it is kind of interesting because I did have uh, some discussions with my parents about this of like, oh, but, you know... Scarlett Johansson will bring in the big crowds. Like, mm, isn't that mm, important mm. too? Mm, mm. I mean, where do where do you sit on that? I yeah. So, I, and it's very like I'm. I will be very clear. I'm speaking of. I'm speaking on this subject from a position of not having ever had to obviously deal with any of the issues yep. of black we're people, Asian people, minorities, sure. transgender, all the rest. Yep. We're so I'm speaking sit, from het, a het, white males. Yeah, I'm speaking yep. about this from a white males sort of semi-privileged perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't... I With this kind of thing, specifically with art and media and, and movies and whatever, I don't care who is the actor because they are playing a character. I don't need... You know, it's the same with voice acting. I don't need a black woman to play a black woman just be like just because like if there's mm-hmm. a like so if you think about laura bailey who played um what's her name in and um she played the south african black character in uncharted oh, yeah. 4 
Yeah, yeah. Obviously, she copped the backlash because of they, you know, Naughty Dog, and that, they copped the backlash because there's a white woman playing a black woman in a in that role. Yeah. Um, again, I don't care. Like that to okay. me is for this kind of thing. It's it's an actor playing a fic, not a you know whether it's a fictional character. Obviously, this isn't a fictional character, but in that case, it was. So the Scarlett Johansson thing, they the creators need to be able to create. And if they mm. if their vision is the best, they feel like the best representation is going to be, and the best performance is going to be given by a specific person. Then for me, that's not my point, and that's not my place to tell them that yeah. they can or can't do that. So I guess then, if it's not like, and if the argument then is, well, maybe it's maybe you know the um, you know, a trans man could pro- pro- uh, provide a better performance than Scarlett Johansson could because they they're in it and then they're better than they would they definitely would well then that's on the director then and he'll make a shit movie and people won't go and watch it but I'm yeah. like I don't get this kind of thing and there's like I said I'm talking about this from a white male perspective who's never been persecuted against or whatever that I, I sort of look at this and I go I don't see what the big deal is um, but again like I said I'm not in that situation so I don't know what it's like to not be or to be underrepresented I guess in in media um, yeah. that's I- my take on it yeah, I mean, I. My problem, I suppose, with it is that it's it's logically okay to say that the director can kind of choose what they want. I, I mm. mean, it just kind of sucks because if if you you give like all the trans roles to people who are not trans, and then mm. you give all the non-trans roles to people who are also not trans, then that means that they're completely, you mm. know, not mm. part of anything. And, you know, if, if if trans people were getting, you know, cisgendered roles, like, that would be like, okay, maybe I guess it evens out. But mm. that isn't how it works at all. So, do you think that the trans people are not getting roles because they're trans? Or do you think they're not getting roles because they're not good enough? And that's, I guess, where I come in. It's like, are they good enough to be getting leading roles in movies? And if they're not, well, then they don't get the role. Like, that's, for I me, mean- I'm like, it's... That's, that's sort of where I come down. The on. problem is I obviously don't know, like, the skill yeah. level of all, like, yeah. trans actors. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, if nothing else, like, I believe that there has to be enough, you know, trans people and mm. then, therefore, enough trans actors and then mm. uh, enough trans actors that some of them are good that they could pick from, mm. you know, than to just necessarily go, oh, it could be Scarlett Johansson. The mm. other thing I also wanted to bring up, hmm. did you see uh, Scarlett Johansson's response? Yeah, so this, this is the next thing I was going to bring up was, yeah. yeah. So she definitely handled this in a shitty way, which has made yeah. her look like a bit of a, bit of a flog. Especially considering she's, this is the second time. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there's like, a, there's situations and then there's like how to handle a situation and she's definitely handled this the wrong way. Basically, she said, um, you know, uh, if ask uh, Jared Leto, Jeffrey Tambor, and someone else for yeah. for their like and, you know see them for comment kind of thing. Yeah, As, because they obviously also they've played trans pl- people. Yeah, they've played trans people in um in, uh, in and that's a before. really shitty way to deal with the situation. Yeah, it was very uh, arrogant. I found it was very yeah. arrogant and very dismissive. Like, yeah. at least have the conversation. Like, at least we can have the conversation about it. And she could come out and say, "Yeah, look, you know, they feel like I'm the best person for this role. I would really like to play it. I find it interesting yeah. character. You know, unfortunately, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, have a discussion about it. But then to be snarky and sort of like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Then like, that, I mean, yeah, maybe I like it it is just the fact that there's like so much aggression that kind of comes through that you don't want to try and just have a conversation with people that are like yelling mm. at you mm-hmm. but at the same mm. time you can still be more respectful you can kind of just say 
oh, well, I, I know that people dislike this, but, you know, I was chosen for this role and yeah. I will do my best to portray this, you know, yeah. in a way that is... Yeah, she definitely know, blah, handled blah, 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 blah. it poorly. Not just saying, like, fuck you guys! Fuck you, Dan! Yeah, well... Yeah, so uh, she... Not um, a good look. No, not, very, not good also, at all. Also, um, I mean, I won't harp on for this for very long, but I was listening to another podcast... And apparently, uh, the whole, like, Roseanne thing may or may not be related to, um, uh, what? Why aren't you just moving your your head around? (laughs) But, like, apparently it might be related to this, like, big, like, internet conspiracy called, like, QAnon, which is, like, this guy who constantly is, like, baiting people into, like, stupid bullshit um political stuff like uh, you know he's this whole I've, yeah what? i've i've heard see this i've heard, You've heard of that the name QAnon, and i've heard it sort of bandied around in sort of like I, very I, um alex jones type conversations yeah. and i'm just like i don't look I've, I've not looked into it so i'll I can't I'll, I'll i'll pass the podcast episode i looked at but it, it was pretty yeah it's it's basically this whole big thing of like the FBI is investigating Donald Trump. They're investigating the Clintons over that whole Pizzagate thing. It's like, oh my God, no, not this again, not Pizzagate and all this shit again. Mm, uh, do you remember Pizzagate? Not so much, no. It was a whole thing about how the Clintons and a couple of other left people were creating a child pedophilia ring out of like a pizza shop. But and then some guy went into the pizza shop with a gun to be like, "I want to see if there are kids here." Oh mm-hmm. my god! Sounds 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 pretty. That suffice yeah. to oh. say, I don't think it in any way justifies what Roseanne said. Because no, well, how do we get into Roseanne? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Twitter shit and t- t- I don't know, whatever. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> uh, and in our last rapid fire story uh, a good news story um, it's good to end rapid fire on some good news at least two possibly three rhino poachers have been eaten alive by a pride of lions after entering a south african life finds a way reserve yeah life finds a way damn nature you crazy <laughs> damn nature you scary um all i can say is sh- suck shit assholes um yeah. so how assholes work that's a yeah no, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. They go the opposite way, but yeah. uh, you know what? No sympathy. I can't. Nope. I can't. You know what? I I'm getting very. I've I've found Sam. I'm getting yeah. very, a lot since I've, since doing this show and just experiencing life and and becoming old and grumpy. Mm. I'm becoming a lot less sympathetic in my old yeah. age. Yeah, and and I saw this story and I'm like, oh, you know, we shouldn't get up, get you know, people dying. I'm like, you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. And I'm sorry, yeah. probably they have families and stuff, but fuck them. You're going to poach <laughs> Not the families. rhinos. Go fuck but yourself. But just the guys. The families. Yeah, I mean, I feel for the their families. Yeah, I'm sorry. More. Sorry for their families, of course. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I'm also sorry for the family. I'm also sorry for all the families of the lions. Yeah, I'm sorry for the rhinos and stuff. Um, and rhinos. Yeah. What's the, 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 the saying, Sam, that I absolutely love? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. Let's uh, let's uh, let's kick on to our main story this week. Two staff members from ArenaNet, the developer of popular MMORPG Guild Wars 2, have been fired over the weekend after an argument on social media between a YouTube content creator and one of the studio's designers. 
Narrative designer Jessica Price and writer Peter Fries are the Sackies. The row began after Price reacted hostily, hostil, hostilily, hostilily, with hostility, with hostility to a comment from YouTuber Deroyer. 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 People have people need to get easier names to read. I swear. Yeah. Which was seemingly offering constructive criticism in reply to a post that Price had made on Twitter in regards to the game, basically telling DeRoya that he was being sexist for offering his criticism. After a back and forth between Price and other Twitter followers, her fellow co-worker Fries jumped into her defence and also got involved in the altercation. We'll go into the tweets themselves soon. The two devs were consequently sacked by ArenaNet in a statement from the company. They said, Recently, two of our employees failed to uphold our standards of communicating with players. Their attacks on the community were unacceptable. As a result, they are no longer with the company. The statements they made do not reflect the views of ArenaNet at all. As a company, we always strive to have a collaborative relationship with the Guild Wars community. Now, Sam, to the tweets themselves. So, for our listeners, the first tweet from uh, Jessica... Basically, what happened was Jessica Price... uh, made a comment about her about the game that she works on yeah uh, she did like uh, a the, thread on, on yeah there was uh, a thread yeah, yeah on talking about the it. difficulties of writing characters for mmorpgs yes of course Correct. Correct. uh and deroya uh, he he offered some um and and i'll say very respectfully i found offered mm-hmm. some criticism um he said you know interesting thread to read with the, the okay emoji like the little circle fingers yes, yes. um however allow me to disagree slightly i don't believe the issue lies in the mmorpg game itself as your wording seemingly suggests i believe the issue lies in the constraints of living story narrative design and he went on a few other tweets with yeah yeah, uh, yeah. seemingly completely you know um non-hostile constructive criticism and to which price uh quote tweeted the the tweet saying today in being a female game dev and then she in she sort of i guess mocking him says allow me a person who does not work with you explain to you how to do your job so very obviously condescending um the guy Mm. replied saying hey that's uh, you know i find that not cool i was just having a discussion i wasn't rude or anything what the hell and she basically jumps on the defensive and you know, tells him to fuck off and etc. and so on. People yeah. jump to his defense and there's a back and forth, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then uh, Mr. Pri- Mr. Fries, her co-worker, jumps in to her defense. He says, here's a bit of insight that I legitimately hope he reflects on. She never asked for his feedback. People then responded to that saying, well, she posted this in a public forum. How could she not expect people to give feedback, especially considering it was given respectfully, and to which he sort of said, these are our private Twitter accounts, and, you know, we don't know you shit, and it's our day off, mm. and go fuck yourself, basically. And they were fired for, for yeah, it. That's, yeah. Some people are saying, harsh. They were dealt with harshly, probably... Mm-hmm nothing in there there was no racism or anything like that there was no you know i guess severe expletives it was them interacting negatively with their i guess their community um Mm -hmm. and that's why they were they were obviously let go so Mm -hmm. where do you come down on this sam do you think they were treated unfairly do you think that they got their right their just desserts uh where, where, where do you come down on this i kind of feel like I, I understand some people going like, oh man, she's being like a bit, you know, aggressive, whatever. Mm. But I think all things considered, it, it wasn't f- 
fire worthy, you know? Mm. I, I, I understand that we're having a discussion and someone kind of gets a bit blunt with people and, mm. you know, maybe is a bit tired or a bit stressed or whatever and snaps mm. at someone and, you know, you might not like that. Mm. But firing someone who's been, like, working for you for, like, 12 years over, like, something this minimal? Innocuous, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's it's that big of a deal, personally. Mm. What about what about you? Where, what are you thinking? I pondered this, Sam. I pondered this for a while. Initially, I thought, harsh, harsh. And then I thought about it a little bit more, and I thought to myself, uh, and like I said earlier, becoming a lot less unsympathetic in my old age and i thought to myself you know what there's too many people in this world from all over the spectrum that get away with being assholes and true i was just like there's there was no reason for her to react the way that she did in the position that she's in to people who support that game and that that community and Mm. this this i did a little bit more digging on this this isn't her first... I imagine that this isn't her first uh, transgression, which is, I'm guessing, why she was fired. I imagine she's had... There's been several um, things over the what journey other, in which other she... Other controversies. Yeah, yeah, other controversies and things that she's been involved in, specifically on social media. Um, she basically tap-danced on the grave of Total Biscuit after he died, um, oh, which okay. was... Yeah, so this isn't her... So that led me to believe that she... Um, she was this wasn't her first transgression. She probably had had written warnings before and this was enough for them to go, you know what? Get the fuck out. And well, you know what? If, I, if that's the case, then I feel like the the devs should be like making that way more clear and making that way more obvious that it's not just I imagine this specific a, incident as opposed mm, to this being like a breaking point. I imagine that there's, there's confidentiality. They're probably not allowed to disclose that kind of information, I would guess, just as far as like... But I know, mean, if public it's a public piece. controversy, you know, like... Mm. You could I mean, at least say that it, it's not specifically one thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just my interpretation, is that it was her... I, I, you know what? I, I applaud Arena Net. People need to be held accountable for the things yeah. that they do and say on social media. Yeah, I work I for that. a very public-facing company, and I... There have been many a times when I have gone to write the, the snarky tweet, the shitty reply, the, the thing, and I stop myself. And generally what I do is I'll screenshot what I want to say and I'll send it to someone and be like, this is what I want to say, but I can't say it because I'm, you just can't do that. In this day and age, you can't do it. Be smart. Don't be an asshole. Don't post it on social media, specifically where people are going to see it in a public forum, and then don't cry about it when you say that, oh, this is my private Twitter account. Well, no asshole. It, it might be your personal Twitter account, but that shit's in the public forum, and that's in the public domain, and you need to handle yourselves better. Every single person, you know what? If you if you are a public, per, whatever, you're a person and people associate you with a brand or with a... Um, company or whatever it is you have a duty of care to conduct yourself in a manner that is in line with that company's values and you know what it might have been harsh but some people sometimes just need a kick in the fucking ass and i feel like these two got that kick because they the company clearly was like you know what that's not good enough for us you represent our company you're in the public face and you have gone against what our i guess values are and you know i'm cool with that because if i went out 
and I said something ridiculous or stupid or whatever, racist or anything like that, or someone said something about my company on social media and I jumped on, you know, and, and had a vitriolic tirade against it, I'd get the sack. I have to sign policies on a quarterly basis about social media and, um, you know, how we conduct ourselves in the public forum because every single person has a responsibility and a duty of care to not be, to, to, especially if you work for a public, a company in the public space, in the, in the stratosphere, whatever you want to call it, you need to be wary and aware of your comments. The same thing we spoke about last week with the Barry Hall thing. I don't excuse him just because he was set up by his mate to make that stupid joke. You need to be self-aware of your, of, especially if you're in a public um, facing job or position or whatever, that you can't say stuff like that. And if you do, you need to own it and you need to accept the repercussions of that. Rant over. You hear that DJ pen? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 You're totally right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I, I really stewed on this one, Sam. I really did. And I thought yeah. to myself, and I just, I saw the way that this person conducted themselves. And I thought, you know what? If I was their boss, I probably would have sacked them too. Yeah. I'd probably been like, you know what? Yeah. But I, it would have, they, I'm a bit prickly. I'm a bit prickly yeah. at the moment. I'm going to be honest with you, Sam. I'm a bit prickly at the moment. Yeah. So my, yeah. My, my tolerance for my fucks to give level is a lot lower at the moment than it generally yeah. is. So, I mean, maybe the boss was in a bad mood that day. Who knows? I but know. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think quite a lot of the time when I do look at these kinds of stories and I do wonder if people are going too far, it's because I worry that people are going to go too far because mm. I may be left, but I know that there are... I, I have seen videos of people doing some pretty despicable shit that are yep. on the far left, like silencing people yep. because they're talking about like, you know, here's the difference between the genders and people are like, no, there are no genders. How dare you suggest there are genders? <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Mm. Genders mm. exist. There are a mm. group of people that are slightly more likely to get testicular cancer than the other group of people. You fuck wits. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I, I I just want there to be discourse that are just normal discourse and people not yelling at each other and yeah, people I not agree. firing each other. Why can't 100%. we just fucking talk? Why can't we have conversations? Why can't it? Does it have to be aggressive? And I think it could just be that we're at a political stage, just all kinds of stage, where we kind of feel that we have to be defensive because if we're not you know, attacking someone or defending Mm. ourselves from being attacked, Mm. then, you know, we're, we're almost making ourselves weak and making ourselves vulnerable to those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, And it sucks that we're in these kinds of very combative times. Yeah. I kind of is. I 100% agree with you. People have forgotten how to talk to each other. It's what I like about this show. People come, we can have a conversation. We can disagree about things, but we can have a, a, um, decorum and a, you know, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a... A safe uh, space to have a conversation. Well, not, not even safe space, but like we can have a... Um, Long discussion. I don't know. <laughs> Give me like a, a hint. Non, Give me a vow. Non-angry. Non-angry. We can have like yeah. a, um, you know, a... Civil discussion. Civil discussion. Thank you. There we go. We finally got there. We got there. And, and, you know, and not get upset about it and not get angry about it. But, and this is what, and I saw this and this girl, like this guy, all he was doing was offering his point of view on something that she had put out there in the public forum. And all he did was respectfully 
reply and she tried to turn it into this whole thing and an attack on him and it's come back on her and you know what? I have no sympathy no sympathy mm. people need to be held accountable for their actions yep hopefully you figure your shit out hopefully you get a new job but like hopefully you don't like attack oh, and people. I'm sure she will and I'm sure yeah. she will and there's there's plenty mean, there's pl- and, and they both will and there's plenty of people out there that are, that are jumping to the defense of these two and by all means like that's Go everyone's prerogative to have their opinion on it I've given mine you've given yours um, there'll be plenty of people there'll be plenty of opportunities for these two in, in the uh, industry because we know how the industry operates and they will be completely fine they will get jobs there'll be no no problems at all they'll probably be better off now because of mm, the exposure maybe. that this story has given them um, so I think they'll be fine but um yeah I, I i was like i have no sympathy no sympathy so from me and that's my take yeah. on it like i said i'm a bit prickly at the moment so <laughs> very good well ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you so much for joining us for another episode of it is what it is this has been a product of 8-Bit and you can find all of our content over at 8-Bit.net and you can follow us on Twitter. Sammy is at Sammy D. I'm at Cruzy underscore mate and 8-Bit is at we are 8 bit on all of the socials. Sammy, have you got anything you would like to pimp at the moment? Tell the kids about uh, you're on the radio man, again I've this week. I've still got my good old uh, podcast, the Inconsolables podcast yes, and I'm just quickly checking to see if the uh, thing that I sent to 8-Bit has gone up on 8-Bit and it hasn't. But you can still check out uh, my Monster Prom review because that's a freaking awesome game. That's like my favorite game of this year. Very good. Pretty much. So, yes, go and do that. Very good. Make sure you go. I guess. Make sure you go and do that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And if you've enjoyed the show, remember to head on over to iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Leave us a review. It does help the word get out about us. It helps us be discoverable. Next week, I'll be joined by Salim the Dream Abraham making his return to It Is What It Is. I'm very much looking forward to that. And if you've got any questions for myself or Salim next week, you can email us at itiswhatitis at 8bit.net. Sam? Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you this evening, as it always is. Thank you so much for joining us. Civil discussion. It's been good. It's been good. I feel good. I feel like I've gotten, I've just like released the valve a little bit. That's good. Yeah. It's good. It was a good vent. It was a good vent. Absolutely. Fuck you, DJ Payne. Fuck you, (laughs) DJ (laughs) Payne. Until next time, friends. It is what it is.